The show's called Making Money with the Financial Coach, Ron Hebert, Retired Portfolio Manager. I'm retired broadcaster Gord Whitehead. We've been talking about cyclical stocks, Ron. Last time around, you went through the different categories that make up these stocks, and you stressed the importance of really paying attention to these. These are not necessarily buy and hold stocks that you buy and hang on to for 30 years and then sell them later on in life and make a tidy profit. Paying attention is really critical. So let's talk a little bit about some of the cyclical stocks that you like and the reasons behind why we should buy them. So let's uh, take a look at why cyclical stocks are so volatile because, you know, uh, we recently, a listener asked about Incana. And here's a stock that at one point was $35 and, and recently it traded as low as $5. So these are enormous moves in these kind of companies. So these are the companies, as Gord said, you don't want to walk down the aisle with. These are companies you don't marry and hold forever. These are stocks you trade. Buy them cheap and sell them after a significant upturn. Now, why would you want to have this kind of stock in your portfolio? Cyclicals are the kinds of companies that have very lumpy profit histories. In a five-year business cycle, they can earn the bulk of the income they'll make for the entire cycle in a year or two. So in a four or five-year cycle, they might make most of their profits, and those might be condensed into a period of time of less than a year. So they have violent changes in cash flow and earnings, and these can create huge moves in share price. And as it goes from being tremendously out of favor to being the bell of the ball, so to speak, you can make a lot of money if you're fast on your feet. So this is one of those sectors where if you decide to buy them, and hold them when prices are cheap. Uh, the large swings in share prices, if you successfully exploit them, can give you outsized profits and can help your overall returns. So why would you want to own something that's volatile? Well, if you're fast on your feet and you're willing to trade, they can add some very, very nice profits and give your total portfolio uh, a nice boost to its bottom line. So I guess the, the, the key here, though, is, is, is the timing, is, is when to buy them, but also the key is when to sell them, correct? Oh, exactly. And so that's one thing where we're going to be spending a little bit of time on because, like I say, in a five-year cycle, uh, they might only be profitable for a year or so out of that cycle. And sometimes they really have their big moves in weeks and sometimes months. So these are companies that you really have to pay attention to. And there are very strict, I think, rules that you need to follow if you're going to make this money or make money in this sector. And if you don't follow those rules and you're not fast on your feet, uh, certainly what went into or you went into with the idea of going to make a lot of money on can end up just taking a real bath financially. And because this is a more aggressive style of investing and subject to greater risk, you also want to be a little bit more concerned about how much your portfolio you put in this. And I would say you want to have a maximum of 20% of your portfolio in cyclical stocks. Okay, hard, fast rule there. So do you have some specifics that you want to focus on here? Yeah, so let's talk about what should I buy. You should buy stocks in industries where you have some understanding because they move so quickly. If you don't understand the signs that when a stock is cheap or when it's getting expensive, you probably won't sell it. So unless you're familiar with the business, 
I'd recommend maybe taking a look at an, an exchange traded fund or a mutual fund because in that way you can avoid individual stock risk and if you have a mutual fund you can maybe have someone who actually trades it for you. So you really have to understand the business and secondly you need to buy cyclicals where the company has reasonable levels of debt. I like to own companies that have annual cash flow and that's sort of the profits, it's one measure of profits that a company produces and that they can pay off all their debt in two and a half years because when you go through long periods of time where companies aren't making money, if their debt levels are too high it can force them into bankruptcy during times when profits are lean or non-existent. So one of the first things you want to look at when you're buying a cyclical stock is you want to make sure that during the bad times their debt levels aren't so high it can take them under before they have the next cycle. You want to buy companies that have big enough cash reserves to enable them to survive until the next market cycle. So not only if a company's running deficits for a year or two but if during the good times they saved enough money to act as a cash cushion during the bad times those are the kind of companies you want to focus on. You want to look at buying companies that are the low cost producer of a product. So typically if there's three or four companies for example that are producing copper. Well if you've got a company in there that has low debt and it has lots of cash reserves and it's also the low cost producer they're going to be making money when at prices that the others aren't and uh, usually that will also give them the highest profit margins. So these are four rules to follow of what to buy. So this will take your universe of stocks and condense it down to only the best companies in the cyclical world. And when we're talking about the markets, you know, entering a pretty uncertain phase here, or at least that appears to be the case, one of the areas of cyclicals you talked about was precious metals. So if you're thinking, you know, you talked about not being a gold bug yourself, but maybe you want to hold a little bit of precious metal, that's one where you want to sit down and take a look at, say, gold producers and, and analyze their businesses, see which one maybe poses the most favor. Yeah, and so especially with the gold stocks, Gord, you want to take a look at them. And uh, gold's had a good move here. I mean, it's gone from about $1,100 to $1,500. So it hasn't, uh, you're not exactly buying it at the bottom. So one of the keys to really making a big score in this sector is knowing when to buy. And so if you're buying in the metals, for example, you want to buy when the underlying commodity is priced at its five or 10 year low. And this works especially well for commodities like oil and gold. So if you buy them when they're really cheap and then just are patient to hang on to them, that's the time to uh, look at adding to a stock position is when the underlying commodity, or, or if you're looking at, at computer chips, well, when the chip cycle's at the bottom and prices are at the lowest, that's when you want to start adding to these things. So buy an individual stock when the underlying uh, index or commodity that's behind it is at a low, and then look at stocks that are trading near their cyclical lows as well. And so this will allow you to buy not only when the commodity is low, but also when the individual stocks are low. And if you can't do this, buy a sector ETF and then you don't have to worry. You can take one of the things out of the equation. You don't have to worry about the individual stocks. You can just look at when the commodities and when the sector is getting cheap. So if you're a, a relative neophyte investor, this is an excellent opportunity I'm thinking right now, Ron. This is a great time 
where if you have the cash and you're thinking about becoming a stock investor, this is the time to be to be setting yourself up, doing your research, because if the market does go soft, it's a great buying opportunity often. You get your best buying opportunities in a, in a normal economic cycle, and we're certainly not in one where you've had an expansion that's gone on for over 10 years. But in a normal economic cycle, you get usually a two or three good opportunities a decade where you can really fill your boots on things that, that get cheap. And with the trade war that is, that is going on, not only between the United States and China, but in the background, you see the, the trade difficulties that uh, Japan and Korea are having, the trade difficulties that uh, China is having with some of its neighbors as they fight over the South China Sea, some of the problems you've got with OPEC controlling how much their members produce. You know, you've got a lot of things going on out there. So any one of those could act as a catalyst to make markets really, really cheap. So as we talked about a couple shows back where markets get crazy you want to have that cash on the sidelines just sitting there waiting for those opportunities because especially in the cyclicals when you get things that can go up three four five hundred percent over very short periods of time owning some of these companies can really en enhance the returns of your portfolio but the key is you have to know when to sell and Is that so, where we want to go next? Oh, it's definitely where we want to go next. Well, and, and this ties into what we talked about uh, in the last thing. You know, never be afraid to take a profit. So where do you set the margin on this? Like, what do you say, okay, I've, I've invested, let's say you invest $10,000 in a cyclical stock, and it goes up 50%. So you're at 15000 Do you take your original purchase out and, and leave the profit in? How do you play that game? So generally, because cyclicals are tied to the economy, uh, generally, I don't like to hold them on the way down. So the price of the underlying commodity, if it quits going up, or if you see demand for a specific item stalls, so in other words, if you have computer chips, if demand starts going down, well, sell the stocks that make computer chips. If you've got stocks in the oil and gas sector and you're seeing gas or oil get soft and start going down, sell the underlying stocks. And the second thing you want to do is you want to look at the charts because chart, charts will show you upward momentum of uh, share price and when that begins to moderate the chart starts rolling over time to sell okay so knowing when to buy knowing when to sell categorization is very important we went through several categories in the last episode do you, do you want to single anybody out here Ron uh, where we are right now and say this might be something to think about buying well, it's certainly one of the areas that's taken a big, big fall is, is energy. I don't think energy is over because the rate of adoption of renewables, it'll be slow and steady, but it's not going to overwhelm the sector. So we're going to be using car hydrocarbons for a long time to come. And many of these stocks, especially some of the Canadian names for a lot of reasons, are down 60, 70, 80 percent. So now's a time to maybe start looking at a few of the higher quality names, but especially start looking at some of the international names that have taken big hits and pay good dividends. So if any sector is cheap right now, uh, it's certainly the energy sector. And probably if you're buying some of the international names and you just sit on them, this could turn out to be a good trade for you. 
And as you said, uh, you alluded to, I mean, with all of the political uncertainty around the globe, if you had a, a problem pop up in the Middle East all of a sudden and the price of oil decides to skyrocket, that's a pretty good opportunity. As you say, if you bought at the right time, when you see the price go up, then maybe you get out of Dodge. Exactly. So if you're going to trade cyclicals, just a final word of advice. You're going to have to watch them like a hawk. They aren't the kind of companies you can treat with benign neglect. If you don't have the time to be super vigilant, do yourself a financial favor and stay away. Cyclicals are the kinds of companies that aren't financially kind to people who aren't paying attention. Also, if you don't have the emotional temperament, greed and fear tend to overwhelm you at uh, lows and highs, stay away. To protect your financial health, this is an area that can really enhance your profitability, your portfolio, uh, but also can be a real boat anchor if you don't get it right. Okay, there you go. That's talk about cyclical stocks. You mentioned something, Ron, that you were alluding to for an upcoming episode, and I think that's where we're going next, is talking about stocks that are monopolies and how you should maybe think about that as part of your portfolio. Am I leading correctly here? Absolutely. That's going to be our next show we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to do two-part series on buying monopolies, and one of the world's most successful traders, Warren Buffett, has the bulk of his portfolio in monopolies. We're going to talk about what monopolies are, what criteria you should have to sort them out, and then we're going to give you a list of sectors and we'll give you some individual stocks within each sector that frankly are monopolies and uh, that especially if we're going to go into a period of volatility, uh, this will be a list of names that you can put on your stock watch and if we get a pullback, these are the kind of companies that you really want to load up on. Okay, there you go. If you have a question you'd like us to address, don't forget you can reach us at makingmoney at cfcw.com and you'll get the, uh, the link to us to our website, which is letsmakemoney.ca. If you go to that website, you'll find a comment section there, comments at letsmakemoney.ca. We'd be happy to field your questions. It'll come right to our inbox, and we will address them in upcoming episodes. We'll be back to talk about monopolies, the next installment of Making Money with the financial coach Ron Hebert. I'm Gord Whitehead. Thanks for joining us. The information presented is derived from sources believed to be reliable. This material is presented for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice. Before acting on any investment information, a person should seek advice from an investment professional. The presenters may or may not hold positions in the securities discussed on this show and will not be responsible for any losses sustained from acting on this information.